ಭದ್ರೇಶು ನಿತ್ಯಂ ಭಾಗವತ ಸೇವಯಾ ಭಗವತೀ ಉತ್ತಮ ಶ್ಲೋಕೆ ಭಕ್ತಿರ್ಭವತಿ ನೈಸ್ತಿಕಿ ಮುಖಂ ಕರೋತಿ ವಾಚಾಲಂ ಪಂಗುಂ ಲಂಗಾಯತೆ ಗಿರಿಂ ಯತ್ಕೃಪಾತಮಹಂ ವಂದೇ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಂ ದೀನತಾರಿಣಂ ಪರಮಾನಂದ ಮಾಧವಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಈಶ್ವರಂ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತಂ ಕ್ಯಾಂಟು ಫೈವ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಟೆನ್ ಚಂಕಿತ Balanceful carrier, third, the threatening words of Maharaja Rahugana, they became very afraid of his punishment and began to speak to him as follows. Purported by his divine deity, Bhakti Vedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Kichai. According to political science, a king sometimes tries to pacify his subordinates, sometimes chastises them, sometimes derides them, and sometimes rewards them. In this way, the king rules his subordinates. the bearers of the palanquin palanquin could understand that the king was angry and that he would chastise them i'll just do the next verse also let's go navayam naradeva pramattha bhavan niyamanupatha sadva eva bahamya ayam adunaiva niyukto pina drutam drutam drajati nani nasah bhudum uha vayam ಪಾರಯಾಮಿಂಗ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ
but this man who has been recently engaged to work with us cannot walk very swiftly. Therefore, they are not able to carry the palanquin with him. Purport. The other palanquin carriers the Shudras, whereas Jadabharata was not only a high caste Brahmana, but also a great devotee. Shudras do not sympathize with other living beings, but a Vaishnava cannot act like a Shudra. Whenever a Shudra and a Brahmana Vaishnava are combined, there will certainly be imbalance in the execution of duties. The Shudras were walking with a palanquin without at all caring for the ants on the ground, but Jadabharata could not act like a Shudra. And therefore, difficulty arose. Om Adhyana Timirandasya Dhyanjana Shalakya Chakshurun Vilutam Yena Tashmai Shri Guruvain Ma Namam Vishnupadai Krishna Pristaya Bhutale Shrimati Jayapataka Swamiti Namni Namachari Padai Nitai Kripa Padai Ni Gaurakata Dhamadai Nagar Gulamtarani Namam Om Vishnupadai Krishna Pristaya Bhutale Shrimati Bhakti Vidanta Swamiti Namni Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharni Nirvase Srinivadi Paschat Vishtarni Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhupada Sri Advaita Rabhadar Shivasadi Gauravakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So This, um, and we see that how um, King um, Rahugana, he is the um, uh, king of Sindh and he was going all the way up to Kapilamuni's ashrama in Bengal for getting knowledge from him. And on the way, of course, uh, this he meets, uh, I mean, he is very fortunate to come across Jadabharat. Uh, but initially what happens is Jadabharat is, uh, he has been brought as a palanquin bearer because people could not recognize, you know, who he really was. He is an exalted, self-realized soul and just he is totally, I mean, in, uninterested. Not that, he was con- not that he was not conscious or aware of everything around him because someone who is so self-realized we will definitely be very aware, very conscious about everything around him. But he purposely just didn't communicate with anyone. And so external reasons, everyone thought that he was just like a, a you know, shada or unconscious person. And so they thought anyway, he's got a well-built body and they brought him to carry the palanquin. And even though he didn't mind, see a pure devotee, he just does according to whatever. He felt, okay, the Lord wants me to do this, I'm ready to do. And because that was the price he paid for keeping aloof from people. And so people misused him in so many ways. His brothers put, took, took advantage of him and put him as a scarecrow in the field and so on. And then uh, uh, some of them, you know, those um, uh, Kali worshippers, some decoys, they uh, they thought he's a very good uh, person to be uh, sacrificed to the uh, to Kali in order so that they'll get lot of they'll make lot of money they thought. So in this way nobody can understand a devotee because I mean normally because uh, what happens is devotees concentrate on their inner life. And 
materialists are only thinking of external things. So that is why they cannot, the two things are totally, you know, in different dimensions altogether. And here we see an extreme contrast. Uh, here is the king who is always involved in all external things, you know, ruling the country and all the, I mean, he is fully involved in all material uh, activities. And here is Jadabharata, not at all interested in all those things and he's concentrating just on meditating on the Lord. And here, uh, I mean, this uh, Prabhupada is saying that um, the servants, they got scared that the king will get angry. I mean, and he also explains that king, actually he did try all, he will be trying all these four types. Uh, pacifying, sometimes chastising, sometimes deriding, and sometimes rewarding them. So first, he asked, I mean, he was asking why you're not uh, this king, and then he tried to deride Jadabharata, and then when um, that is what. And then after that, he was, he might have gone to a chastising this thing, but before that, of course, Jadabharata will talk in a very philosophical way, and that will completely bowl over uh, this Prabhugana, um, and uh, he would just become, you know, come down and he obeisances and said, Oh, you are like a self realized soul, and I didn't know how you became one of the palanquin bearers, and so on. So, because and they were afraid, the palanquin bearers, and that is why they wanted to acquit themselves, you know, by just for the sake of Jarabharat, why should they get, why should they be punished? And Prabhupada is explaining, they because when a, uh, different peoples of different mentalities work together, it becomes a very difficult situation. Um, so, I mean, that is why the work, the different duties are categorized so that people of the same mentality can uh, work, you know, uh, together. I mean, a job requires a particular mentality and that is what uh, one will be very good in it. So you ask a Brahmana to carry a palanquin. That is not a Brahmana's job. It is a Sudra's job because he can do very well. I mean, the mode of ignorance is that they get they can concentrate on just one thing. You know, and their knowledge of other things is not that much. So, they'll do that job very well. And um, there is a, a Brahmana is highly intellectual and he's aware of so many things and then he'll think so, uh, you know, a, a, any problem. You ask a Brahmana, then he'll think very, very deeply. If you somebody you ask who is not so um, deep, then he will give a solution in two minutes. Yeah like this, do like that, with limited knowledge, we think this must be the solution. But the more intellectual person you go to, they'll take a long time to solve a problem. And we think, what is this? I, it seems like I can solve the problem much faster. Why is he taking so much time? It's because he will see so many pros and cons and then come arrive at a solution. And uh, so in the same way, the Supreme Lord also, because who can be more intellectual than him or more far-seeing than Krishna? What he does, he considers so many things in our lives. And that's why uh, those things which are supposed to happen will happen, but it may seem that it's taking too much time. Why is Krishna delayed? But he will be organizing so many other things in the meantime. I mean, nobody can... Um, beat Krishna in that because 
he knows everything that is happening and uh, he knows exact time what is uh, you know suitable for this person uh, to be elevated and uh, to really get the benefit i mean especially for a devotee so that is why we should trust krishna and not apply our own intelligence our intelligence is so limited we can see some small small things around us and we think it should happen like this like that and sometimes we even give advice to krishna <laughs> advice to guru advice to everyone uh, see according to me this is how it should be and we think we are right and but actually the um, you know things are very very complex and so in this case i mean we can see a small example of how the shudras i mean shudras are not derogatory just means a person who's very materialistic in his uh, you know understanding and only thinking about his own sense gratification and and here in kaliyuga uh, it's mentioned kalau shudra sambhava everybody is a shudra what does it mean that we are very uh, we just bothered about engrossed in our own sense gratification and when we are involved like that we don't care that's why you know everybody complains oh we don't you know my neighbor i don't even know who's that neighbor and even if something happens to me that neighbor won't even bother that is how we don't care right or we, we just don't care about other people um somebody may be sick even in our i mean we don't worry about all that that's their problem we don't even bother to call forget about visiting them or helping them in some way or throwing garbage when the people go on some uh, picnics and all that throw plastics like nobody's business and they don't think uh, what does it matter uh, like that or um, you know when you are standing in a queue maybe there is an elderly person who's feeling very sick or whatever we don't take that austerity of you know it must be so difficult for them okay you take my place things like that uh, or you know some violence is taking place you know in a public place and nowadays what do people do instead of helping them i mean calling the police or doing something they will be sitting and filming that so that they can share it and everyone will glorify them for you know giving such a wonderful piece of uh, you know entertainment so that is how people have become so dehumanized why because of too much absorption and sense gratification then you become like a shudra and you don't think of anything much about other people on the other hand a brahmana prabhupad says is how he is always concerned about all living entities because he is on the brahman platform he is not on the bodily platform so from the elevated platform then he is on the soul level and soul is always uh, very compassionate Uh, you know it can uh, understand other people empathy empathy is a quality which we develop as we come out to the bodily platform when uh, if we are too much engrossed in our own uh, bodily uh, level of enjoyments and happiness we can't we don't have the capacity or even inclination to think about other people's happiness and suffering how many even among devotees how many devotees call up and are very concerned how are you doing do you need any help how is your chant i mean your sadhana devotees uh maybe junior devotees and you see somebody is struggling with something so we sit and think who oh, i should help them why are they like that maybe we do i mean i'm not saying uh, we don't do but uh, but we can do a little more at least i can do much more and um, 
so that is what we have to make ourselves uh, more um, you know thinking about other people and chaitanya mahaprabhu who came uh, you know 500 years ago uh, he showed he actually he didn't write much he just told whatever the philosophy part he gave it in nutshell to sanatan goswami and rupa goswami of course that nutshell also took two months in the case of uh, sanatan goswami and rupa goswami for 11 days and also again that is just a nutshell <laughs> that is so, so many things was there and we expanded on it but he actually lived that philosophy so we have a nice role model we have the theory and then the practical application of it is also is in the life uh, of chaitanya mahaprabhu and there we see the kind of relationships there because here he was not just brahmana but we are all exalted vaishnavas and vaishnavas is super brahmana because a brahmana okay he is still only on the brahman platform he is above the materialistic platform but he is not a, a vaishnava because of uh, you know interacting with krishna vaishnava means worshiping krishna always you know having feelings for krishna so he becomes even more compassionate concerned about others wanting to serve a brahmana may not be have a service mood and all that okay he won't harm others and he'll be a little mindful of, you know gross kind of errors and all that he won't he shouldn't but um, vaishnava goes beyond that because he starts because of his love for krishna then he loves everybody as himself and then he wants not just he not only tries to help them he wants to take all their problems and make sure that they are delivered that kind of exalted uh, i mean we see in chaitanya leela we have such exalted devotees who are concerned only about the welfare of uh, you know chaitanya mahaprabhu and likewise chaitanya mahaprabhu is only thinking about you know he will always consult his devotees and take their permission and says i belong to you you can sell me anywhere you want that kind of complete surrender and submission and care for others because chaitanya mahaprabhu is also very concerned about his duties he um, like uh, for example you know abc vasudevadatta was such an exalted devotee he actually came from bangladesh uh, i think uh, in because uh, he and mukunda right they came from there and vasudev tatta he was a close associate of uh, he supposed to be the incarnation of prahlad but prahlad i mean prahlad is supposed to be also haridas tapo so vasudev tatta i don't know who exactly but i thought it was prahlad they also mentioned someone else i forgot and if anyone remembers please so vasudev tatta was so compassionate that one day chaitanya mahaprabhu was telling or uh, you know he was glorifying different devotees that was his nature chaitanya mahaprabhu would always glorify from time to time appreciate all his uh, devotees and uh, so when he was glorifying vasudev datta he told chaitanya mahaprabhu my lord can i ask you something uh, you know um, can i ask you for some you know fulfillment of a desire so chaitanya mahaprabhu said of course please ask and then he said 
that uh, you know when I see all the people of this universe suffering, I can't stand. I mean, I can't bear it. So I, you know, you put all their sinful reactions. There's unlimited number of souls are there in this universe. You put all their sins on my head. One person suffers eternally in hell. It doesn't matter. But you deliver all these people. Look at his heart, and you know we can't even imagine oh, that he was ready to go to hell permanently and deliver all these people. When he heard this, Atene Mahaprabhu was started to cry. He said, "What kind of a devotee are you, Vasudev? Why will Krishna not fulfill your desire? Of course, because you're so kind and compassionate, and you just cannot tolerate to see the." Unhappiness of other people, definitely, because you have asked Krishna will fulfill your desire. But then, why do you think Krishna will put send you to hell? You will also be and go back to Godhead. So that I mean, he was very much uh, you know taken aback by, or rather, he appreciated very much. He he was uh, filled with ecstatic love for Vasudev that that we see his uh, you know his selfless compassion for others. So this is what happens to a Vaishnava, and that too in the uh, parampara of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that they become paradukatuki because of having that love for Lord Chaitanya. And we see Srivast Thakur; he is in the Panchatattva, and also he is the foremost of devotees. And he was very, very dear to Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He is actually Narada Muni, who has come in the form of Srivast Thakur. And he was, uh, you know, he appeared 50 years before Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came. So he was quite elderly uh, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was born as uh, Nimai. And um, so when Nimai was, uh, you know, acting like a, a scholar and all that, you know, just uh, spending his time and uh, you know, scholastic pursuits, going to a school and first um, studying for two, or two, three years. Then he started his own school, and he was a teacher. Of grammar, and then he would also argue with all the scholars and put them to side, uh, defeat them badly. And after, but everybody liked it because he was very kind about it. He was not showing off, but he wanted to, you know, because they were all so puffed up. So he wanted to bring them to side. I mean, don't become so puffed up. So that sort of thing. But Shivas used to uh, tell, you know, he never knew he was the Lord, and he used to say, "Why are you wasting time?" Why don't you do, you know, devotion to Krishna? It's so much. Then all your talents will be very valuable. <laughs> so, then finally, of course, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu goes to Gaya because of, uh, you know, to perform his father's shrad, and there he meets his um, guru Ishwarapuri, and he takes initiation from him. And at that time, immediately, as soon as he takes the initiation, he is filled with ecstatic love for Krishna. And he feels so much separation from Krishna that he starts running to Vrindavana. And but of course, a voice is heard from the sky that now is not the time for you to go to Vrindavana, go to Navadvipa because you have to start the Sankirtana movement. So he comes there, and you know he is showing such ecstatic symptoms. He's always crying. I imagine he was the scholar. He was this arrogant uh, young youth. Was debating with everyone, and uh, you know, uh, all the time he was only involved in those kind of pursuits. And now suddenly he's come back, and he's all the time 
tears that's coming from his eyes. Oh, Krishna, Krishna, where are you, Krishna? And rolling on the ground and, uh, you know, and um, hair standing on end. He was just flowing like rivers out of his eyes. You know, that's what happens in spiritual personalities. The, river, the tears can come out like syringes. Well, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to come, it's mentioned in Chaitanya Charitamrita, that's how his eyes used to, you know, the water used to, the tears used to come out like syringe and drench all the people around him. So, all this was going on and, you know, so people thought he was, something is wrong with him, he's become crazy, maybe the airs are not balanced in his, uh, inside his body and that is why he is uh, imbalanced and he's crazy and so many theories. So at that time, he was really sad and um, uh, he asked Srivast Thakur when he visited him, uh, do you also think that I am crazy? That's what people are talking about me. So Srivast Thakur said, yes, you are crazy. And Jyotiri Mahaprabhu was shocked. Really Srivast, I don't think I need to, I don't feel the need to live with him. Do you also think I am crazy? So Srivast said, no. But I also want to, you got a disease, but I want a disease also. Because you have the disease of Krishna Prema. And Sriva said, don't worry about these people. They don't understand what you have. You come to my house and every night I call all the Vaishnavas who are, you know, um, all your devotees, so many of them. So they will we'll all sing, you just do whatever. We'll sing and you can express your love as much as you want. Nobody will, I mean, you know, so you can feel happy there. So in this way, the Sankirtana movement started. And so Srivas was always thinking of, you know, the Lord's welfare. And even during uh, the Lord, Lord Chaitanya, he didn't want outsiders, you know, those who are non-devotees or atheistic people to come inside because they'll spoil the mood. And uh, so because of that, even the pious people, who wanted to uh, this thing, they were also kept away. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu strictly said, no, we don't want any of those, uh, anybody else. So, they used to keep the door locked. And, um, but so, so many people, you know, they, all those people uh, initially, of course, the pious people, then they decided, okay, because of this atheist, we are also not allowed. But, you know, we can see him, Nimai, he seems so intelligent, so wonderful. Uh, we want to see him, so we'll go and wait there in the morning with all fruits, flowers and everything. And when he comes out of the gate, we can pay obeisances and offer him all these things. So they got to meet him like that and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also uh, blessed them and, uh, you know, gave them instructions how to do the chanting at home, uh, individually as well as and collectively with your family members and also with all your friends and neighborhood people. He must do chanting every day. He blessed them and he instructed them. And they were all so happy that they all started following his instructions. And so much so that in Navadvi's every house was doing Sankirtana. If somebody walked around, everywhere you would hear Sankirtana. That is how it spread. So, but there were other people who were like, you know, especially like um, uh, once uh, Shiva Stakura's mother-in-law. She thought she was not allowed. And she thought, oh, why can't I also see it's happening right in our house now? So she, what she did, there were a lot of baskets kept in that room and she hid behind the baskets. And uh, so the Sankirtana started and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was in deep ecstasy 
and uh, what happened was suddenly he stopped and he said, "I'm not feeling any ecstasy today. Is there somebody here somewhere? I mean, somebody who's not supposed to be." And Srivas really frantically searched everywhere, and he said, "No, my lord, there's nobody here." So again, they started singing and dancing. Again, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, "No, no, no, I'm not feeling ecstasy at all." And um, so then Srivas again searched, and this time he caught hold of his mother-in-law, who was hiding behind the basket and through the holes. You know, she was watching everything. He just dragged her by her hair and pushed her out, and. Shrivastava Mahaprabhu said, "Hey, Shrivas, that looked like your grandmother. I mean, that looked like your mother-in-law, right? Why did you do like that?" Shrivastava said, "My Lord, whoever is an obstruction in your happiness, I don't know them. <laughs> so, he, even though normally he is very, uh, he was very respectful, so very affectionate, all that. But for the Lord's pleasure, his happiness in singing should not be obstructed, and so he didn't care. He just." You know, uh, he says, whoever it was, his own mother-in-law. He didn't plead with the Lord only. My mother-in-law, no, please allow her. He didn't do all that. Not ecstasy is the most important thing. And likewise, we see also how Shrivas, when his uh, son, you know, one day Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was uh, performing sankirtana the whole day, and somewhere late afternoon, uh, what happened was um, Shrivas Prabhu's. Uh, this thing, uh, his son, around 11 years old, and he just left his body. He had some fever, and he was lying down, and then suddenly he left the body. And all the women were inside, were crying so much, and this created some commotion. And so, Srivastakur went inside. Why? What happened? And then he saw that his son was dead, and then he saw all the ladies crying, and then he said, "See." This, why uh, um, uh, you know, Shrivastava Mahaprabhu's sankirtan is going on. Don't make a noise. Anyway, he, uh, what can be more fortunate than this? The Supreme Lord is singing sankirtan when he is leaving the body. Now he will definitely go back to God. And why are you worried? Don't, don't cry. But then they couldn't stop it, you know. So he just threatened them. Now see, if you continue crying like this, I'll go to the Ganga and jump into the Ganga and die. Because I cannot bear to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's um, sankirtan stopped or you know obstructed in any way. So if you continue crying, I am going to the Ganga and jumping. So they got scared because Srivastakur, though he was such an exalted devotee and very kind to everyone, he was maintaining so many people, all that in his house. But he also any obstacle against his devotional service, he gets angry. <laughs> so they all got scared. And then they stopped crying. So he came out and he continued with the sankirtan. And after some time, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu stopped. And he said, "I feel some unhappening event has happened in Srivastava's house. I feel like that. What is it?" So the devotees will go and tell. And at that time also, Srivastava never opened his mouth. But devotees went and told Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, "My Lord, this uh, Srivastava's son has left his body." It's about two and a half hours back, and that's why actually we need to do something for that. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu looked at Srivas. Srivas, such a big thing has happened, and you didn't tell me. And Srivas said, "My Lord, I don't. I mean, I don't want to. These things keep happening, but your sankirtan. How can I disturb you? 
you should continue with your Sankirtan. And Jaya Mahaprabhu, when he saw the selfless mood of Srivas, he just burst into tears and he started weeping. He said, what a devotee you are, Srivas, and how can I survive when I leave? And how can I leave such devotees like you? And all the devotees got a shock. Why is he talking like this about leaving and feeling separation and all? Because he was already planning to take sannyas. And so because of that, he was thinking, how will I leave such beautiful devotees and go? <laughs> no, so then after that he controlled himself, I mean, uh, stabilized himself and he went inside. And then, um, of course, uh, for the sake of the... Uh, I mean, he was very caring. He understood how the women felt, no? So, uh, also Srivas. Srivas also would have uh, felt um, sad because of his son's uh, demise. So, what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did was he talked to the boy. And everyone was surprised, devotees, why he's talking to a dead body. But he told, come on, uh, you know, he called out to the son, uh, the soul, and he said, why have you left this body? Why did you leave your mother and father and go away? So then the boy started speaking, the soul. He said, everything happens by your uh, decision, your your will. You, uh, my term came to an end and so you wanted me to leave, so I'm leaving. And I have taken so many births, so many people have been my parents earlier. And now I have, uh, that I'm liberated, I want to go back to God and please, let, please don't stop me. And he begged forgiveness for any offenses and all that. So when all the ladies heard this boy talk, this soul talk like that, then they were pacified. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did that. Just, you know, he understood what their feelings. And to Srivas, he said, Srivas, don't worry, okay, that you've lost your son. You know, Nityananda Prabhu and me are your sons. Okay. And Nityananda Prabhu is already like a son for, he had the Vasilya, uh, relationship, you know, Bhava with uh, Srivas and his wife Malini. So, what used to happen was that um, Nityananda Prabhu, when, whenever she, uh, some food was placed in front of them to eat, he will not eat, he just sit. And then Malini, she used to, and she was much older than Nityananda Prabhu also, and they had the Vatsalya Bhav, so he used to take the food and feed him, Nityananda Prabhu. So, that is the mood. So, in this way, he tried to comfort Srivas also. So, like this, in various instances, we see how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu showed that relationships are the most important. You know, in, um, in, in anything, with Krishna also. Because Krishna is full in itself. Everything is there with him. Now, what we are going to give him? When, when he asks us to also offer things to him, Patram, Pushpam, Phalam, Toyam. Everything is created by Him only. And yet, He asks us to offer just for an exchange of love. Like when the small child, you know, baby, uh, a toddler, and then he uh, offers something to his parents. The parents are so happy. See, the child is offering me his toffee. He puts it into his mouth, and then he takes it out. Here, take. Or... Even before that, suppose he gives out some toffee that he has to the parents, whose parents will be so happy. Mm -hmm. Not of me. So, in this way, um, 
So Krishna only wants to have this exchange of rasas and the human relationships also. What is really very um, satisfying to us is when we have deep loving relationships with people. And but when we get enamored by all these external things and we want just sense gratification and pleasures and so many things, uh, then what happens is we don't value relationships so much. We don't have time. Maximum, I'll message you something or I'll forward you things. That's my relationship with you in today's world. We have a great connection with a lot of people because it's very easy. You just forward things to them and then you stay connected. And if at all you want to communicate, just write two sentences and put some emojis and that's it. The communication is over. There is no question of, uh, you know, real concern and so on. Because whoever is close to you, you don't have time for them. Who is just in front of you, you don't have time. Because you're so busy communicating with everyone all around the world. Even through your WhatsApp messages. So it is just sense gratification. And the more we do engage in sense gratification, that is the cause of, um, you know, that is lust, right? Sense gratification is karma. And prema is selfless love. That's the difference. In Chaitanya Charitamrita also, the definition of karma and prema is given. When everything is done for one's own pleasure, it is karma. And when everything is done for Krishna's pleasure, that is prema. So we are trying to go from karma to prema by chanting Hare Krishna mantra and doing everything for his pleasure. So if we, um, when we start serving Krishna in this way, then gradually we will develop, um, you know, uh, also sensitivity. That's, that's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu worshipping him elevates our consciousness very quickly from, uh, you know, from being gross to very refined because Radharani, he has a mood of Srimati Radharani, so exalted and that's why it's very difficult to understand Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also and that is why we need to read Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Chaitanya Charitamrita and understand just because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we need to take shelter of him when we are chanting and cry to him, please elevate me and uh, you know, please let me uh, serve in in you know, follow, following in your footsteps. The, he showed, actually, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was most of the time in the mood of Srimati Radharani as a servant. And sometimes he would uh, show also his Baba as the Supreme Lord. And at that time he would give blessings to the devotees. And they would do Abhishek for him and glorify him. And, you know, all those uh, worship would go on. And uh, he would also tell what they were in their previous lives and such things. But most of the time, he was just like a devotee. He would embrace them and cry, you know, uh, with them and uh, uh, glorify them. Uh, so, and sharing things, uh, uh, his feelings and uh, revealing his heart to them. So he was acting like a wonderful devotee. And... Uh, 
So a devotee is already a Brahmana. So when we follow in the, uh, you know, worship Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and chant Hare Krishna, trying to please Him, then very quickly we can progress in Krishna consciousness. And Krishna consciousness is basically only developing relationship. That's why we have Sambandha, Abhideya and Prayojana. The first thing is Sambandha knowledge. Who is Krishna? Who am I? Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the controller of everything, my master, lord and everything. And who am I? I am infinitesimal soul. And I am supposed to serve Krishna. Actually, we don't know the relationship with Krishna because in the material world, we are thinking, Krishna, okay, he may be the controller, owner, everything, but he is like my order supplier. Whenever I want, I'll go to him and he should take care of me. That's all. He should fulfill all my desires. But that's not really our relationship. In the material world, we think that's what God means. He is existing just to fulfill my desires. That's all. That's why the Karmakanda sections also only talk about this. Uh, you know, how to um, you know do various things. I mean, how to please Krishna through the homas and yajnas. So that Krishna will give us a lot of material things. Krishna does that. I mean, he fulfills everybody's desires through so many lifetimes. We've been wandering around doing all that. And then, finally, in Kaliuga, all these things don't even work. We do so many, whatever pujas we don't know, nobody's pure enough even to do it perfectly. And so, results also don't come. So, everybody's become so faithless. That is why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come and told us, don't, this karma, jnana and all will not work. In Kali Yuga, everything has become so weak. But one thing will always work, and that is bhakti. And normally, bhakti also is very difficult uh, because it requires some a uh, lot of, uh, you know, qualification normally that you, at least you should be in sattva guna and all that. But... In this age, because of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy, he knows nobody is in Sattva Guna, everybody is mixed, uh, all this. They have Sattva Guna also, they have Rajo, Tamu, everything, lot of it, more of Rajo and Tamu. So, he wants to give a super, uh, you know, fast, a super powerful method by which we can be quickly elevated. So, very strong medicine. And you don't require any qualification, even... The more you are fallen, the more you are diseased, better. Because he will give compassion. He gives first priority to them. Like, you know, during COVID times, those who had the maximum, uh, you know, uh, liabilities uh, or uh, very much, they were given the top preference, right? So, in the same way, in there, because Kaliuga, uh, I mean, the diseases become very strong. So, those who have maximum disease, they get mercy first. Where you go to a hospital, anybody uh, who had uh, like, um, um, you know, severe symptoms and all that, then immediately they admitted them. They sent the ambulance and all that. But those who just had some, you know, uh, some, some mild, milder symptoms and all that, you know, you stay at home, you uh, try to isolate yourself and be there. So, in Kaliuga, it's like actually a qualification if we are, where, you know, suffering or we are uh, uh, disqualified in uh, very many weaknesses, no problem. All we have to do is go to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and tell him, please help me. I'm really fallen and uh, elevate me, please. And immediately he is ready to 
uh, you know, uh, reach out to us and elevate us very quickly. So there, there's no need to feel despondent or, uh, you know, morose or feel, um, what do you call, um, uh, lack of, um, um, I mean, uh, or hopeless or feel inferior, nothing like that. Because where everything it says in the uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita that most difficult things become easy when we take shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And if you don't take shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, even if the easy things become very difficult. So it's the avatar for this age, the Yuga avatar, and he should be very prominent in our consciousness. It should be Gauranga conscious and try to understand, imbibe his mood, follow in his footsteps and chant. Uh, chanting is like a, even, you know, we can even live without oxygen, but we can't live out with without chanting. That should be our uh, dependence level on the Hare Krishna chanting because it directly um, puts us in touch with Krishna. And then, so many things we can achieve. First of all, the most important thing is to elevate our consciousness, to understand that I'm not this body, I'm not this mind also, but I'm spirit soul and I'm a devotee of Krishna, I'm a servant of Krishna. Then that is very blissful. Then you don't get affected by all the ups and downs, happiness, distress, all these things. Okay, so Sukha Dukha Samei Kritva Labha Labha Jaya Jaya. Krishna says to Arjuna, he's talking to a person who has, who's going to fight a war, a very, in the world, I mean, he's doing those activities, and to him he says, be equipoised in happiness and distress, so, sad, um, victory and defeat, profit and loss. So he was not uh, advising some renounced person or sage, he was telling a totally worldly person this. I mean, Arjuna was worldly person from the external point of view. Internally, he was so told, completely surrendered to Krishna. So, that is what? show that it is Every time it comes to show that you can be here, you can lead your life, but internal. We have to, we have two things, right? Internal and external we have. We are, and we have a soul inside and we have body outside. Now, to maintain the body, we have to do whatever. But it should not be that whatever we do with the body should not go against our self-realization. Something that will obstruct our self-realization. That is the only thing. That's what the regulative principles are only that. So that our external behavior and activities do not hinder our spiritual progress. <laughs> and uh, as long as we are doing, taking care of that, then we can, uh, you know, uh, live in this world because we... We have this body and we have to care for it. Self-preservation is completely allowed in the Srimad Bhagavatam also. But we, uh, we should preserve it so that we can get to a higher level of consciousness and understand who we are and our relationship with God. What's the purpose of life? How I should be uh, doing things? So that, you know, first of all, I want to put an end to all suffering and misery in this material world, which happens because of over-attachment, being attached to the results of the work. Shah says, don't renounce the work itself. Renounce only your desire for enjoying the results of your work. That's all. Then you can be very peaceful. 
because the results belong to Krishna. Bhuktaram Yajna Tapasam, he said. I am the enjoyer of all the sacrifices that you perform. That means even all the work we do is the enjoyer. And that is why he says, when you are doing work, think about me. Don't think about enjoying the fruits of your work. Bhuktaram Yajna Tapasam and also Sarvaloka Maheshwaram. He is the controller, he is the owner of everything. So we don't need to, uh, you know, worry about the results really because he is controlling everything. Knowing that, we just leave it to him. What? Because we know, Sukhvitam Sarva Bhutana, he is the best well-wishing friend of everyone. So we can just leave it to him. Okay, Krishna, full, I mean, I give you the power of attorney. Because it's in our hands. We can choose whether we surrender to Krishna or to Maya. That we can choose. So from the soul level, we have to choose Krishna and tell him, okay, you decide, whatever, I'm just doing my dharma, finished, no more. And sometimes it may seem that Krishna is not responding the way we would want him to or we, and he may be delaying things. For sure, if we leave it to Krishna, if we build a devotee will always succeed, there's no doubt. How he makes us succeed and end and all that, that's in his hands. You should leave it to him. You can't just keep pestering him by you're not doing the way you want, you can't do that. Then everything will be fine, perfect. So this is how we can elevate our consciousness to being a Vaishnava and which is even above being a Brahmana so that we become aware of everything that is happening. I mean, not everything, only Krishna can be aware of everything. But then we, uh, the more we become Krishna conscious, Automatically, we become more sensitive, um, more aware about what's happening around us. Also concerned about all souls. We're not only thinking about ourselves, our family, our friends, our whatever, whoever is near and dear, that's all. If they're all fine, I don't care about us. No. Uh, uh, the more we advance in Krishna consciousness, the more we are concerned about all living entities. For example, in the heavenly planets, the great sages there, they don't have any problem. All, everything is hunky-dory for them. But they suffer when they see us, the earthly planets, how much they are suffering due to their ignorance and they really feel so sad. Because of that, they, they come and they do perform big yagnas uh, and sacrifices like they came to Naimi Saranya in the beginning of Kaliyuga to do, uh, you know, sacrifice for a thousand years so that to benefit this foolish people of Kali Yuga. So, they are always thinking of others' welfare. They don't want anything for themselves. So, that is the stage. I mean, so by becoming a devotee, we develop all good qualities. We want to serve the Lord. We want to obey Him completely. We are only thinking about His uh, wishes and we are concerned about everyone. We develop a service mood. So all these good qualities automatically develop. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the deity we should completely surrender to and ask for uh, you know, progress in Krishna consciousness. And then we can feel the joy because he goes even beyond what is written in the Bhagavatam. His levels of you know, complete surrender to Krishna by chanting Hare Krishna Mantra, you can develop levels of consciousness far higher than even the, because he is giving us what Gopi Bhav which is 
आश्लिष्य पनिशमेंट not out of fear or not as a uh, you know fanatic way i mean we don't know why we are just blind faith no fully aware that this is the best thing for us that's it uh, krishna says that bahunam janmanam ante gyanavan maam prapadyate vasudevam sarvamiti sa mahatma sudurlabha that vasudeva is actually everything there is nothing separate from vasudeva when we realize that we'll definitely surrender okay krishna is everywhere he is everything so knowing krishna is the topmost realization topmost knowledge and prabhupada says sir mahatma only he is a mahatma and he said we want to create such mahatmas that is his con such an exalted mission um, to elevate all our consciousness from the most gross and mundane levels to topmost levels of thinking uh, about doing everything for krishna's pleasure such an exalted uh, consciousness this is what this uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu's movement is all about which prabhupada has given uh, to us to iskon elevating our consciousness to uh, you know uh, always thinking about krishna so thank you very much hari krishna are there any questions or comments Hare Krishna, Mr. Gandhar Pranam, all the best to you. But I have one question regarding uh, you are saying that the gyan and karma is a disqualification in uh, before uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and bhakti is the only enabler. So there, there are you uh, apparently giving some example. I missed that example. Ah, uh, what gyan and karma the enabler? Ah, by karma and gyan are not are disqualifications. Is that what you are asking? Yes, they, they, they are. You are giving some example uh, that some Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, some uh, anecdote, uh, some something happened, and uh, from there you are trying to explain. Why not? Hmm. Um, I was saying that um, how people cannot do uh, proper karma, karma kanda things, no. we are not able to do all that properly in the earlier ages karma kanda was also there mostly people did karma kanda only and they gradually elevated themselves to you know the higher planetary system and all that but that they are not able to do now properly so that is anyway bhakti 
Bhakti is far above all that is on the spiritual platform. Karmakanda is for the Vritti. I didn't answer your, uh, get your question. Maybe I'm not answering your question at all. What am I, am I answering? Yeah, my question was, uh, uh, in that connection, uh, you are saying that uh, you're giving some example. Uh, the anecdote, you are giving some anecdote. Some something happened. Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, disciples uh, regarding uh, somebody was Jani uh, or what uh, was Bhakta. Ah, uh, like that. Were, okay, you want an example. Uh, uh, so he was uh, see Jnana and Karma. Jnana uh, uh, also he was um, this impersonal. Uh, you know, uh, he debated with so many people. I mean, this was his instruction to everyone. That don't waste time doing all these activities. And simply chant Hare Krishna. Because uh, what is Jnana and Karma? It is uh, engaging in fruitive activities, uh, uh, working hard for your sense gratification. And, um, you know, um, and then, uh, so, so many people he elevated, no? The prime example is, uh, Jaga and Madai, who were just uh, materialistic, I mean, they were just uh, involved in criminal activities. So, I mean, he just, uh, even such people, uh, he could elevate just by, you know, they came to his shelter, they fell at his lotus feet, and he gave, he initiated yeah. them. He, so that is how uh, so many karmis were also, um, you know, elevated to bhakti, pure bhakti. And Jnanis also, they have um, prep, uh, so many Mayavadi philosophers in Varnasi. They were all actually ridiculing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the beginning. They thought, what is this? He's a sannyasi. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, somehow when Brahmana invited them and also he requested Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, you also please come. Because he couldn't tolerate to hear all these criticisms. So when they met him, he, they were very much impressed with his humility. And um, he, he didn't even go and sit next to them. He was sitting by the side of where people washed their feet. And they were so impressed with his beauty and influence. And they said, why don't you come here, the leader, Prakashananda Saraswati. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, no, no, you're all very highly elevated sannyasis from the higher order of, uh, you know, that Mayavadi school of sannyas. I'm junior, so I don't want to come there. And they were spelled wrong because Mayavadis don't talk like that. Each one, the minute they take sannyas, they think they are Narayana. They are good as Narayana. And here he was so humble. And this is the quality of the soul. And so their soul was touched and they, you know, they requested him to come and join them. And then, they asked him some questions and all, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explained so nicely that they come, they surrendered to him. So, all kinds of people, Jnanis, Prakashananda Sarasit. Yes. Sarvabhom Bhattacharya also was an impersonalist. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu converted him, and he became the topmost Vaishnava. So he was uh, going around trying to influence all types of people through Vaishnavism. Anything to say about 
संबंध अभिदेव प्रयोजन भगवत गीता इज संबंध भागवतम इज अभिदेव एंड चैतन्य चेतामृत इज प्रयोजन संबंध हरे कृष्णा माता जी दंडवत प्रणाम श्लोकोपात गुरु महाराज की जय वंडरफुल क्लास माता जी थैंक यू सो मच यू नरेकेट सो नाइसली ऑल द पास थैंक्स ऑफ द चैतन्य महाप्रभु ने आई लाइक दैट माता जी थैंक यू सो मच हरे कृष्णा Hare Krishna thank you so much for this wonderful nectarian class mataji i was waiting for the devotees if they have any question okay so uh, we can end up the call here that the obeisances vancha kalpatru vesh kripa sindhu vesh kripa sindhu vesh kripa sindhu हरे कृष्णा